Hello and welcome to N of One, where a multi-viewed perspective on health is brought to light for anyone that wants to help change the world one fraction at a time by simply helping themselves first. This is intended for educational purposes only, and any change to your diet, exercise, supplements, or medication needs to be assessed by a licensed physician. Hello and welcome to episode 10, part 3 of the ABCs of CBD. Today we're going to be taking a step back in order to move forward because we're going to be taking the concepts of earlier episodes, especially in episode one, the pilot episode of N of One, and taking those very important concepts in order to know the more advanced things that are happening in our body. Today I'm going to start off with a question, and I want you to think to yourself, what is inflammation? What's the first word that comes to your mind? Is it heat? Is it fever? Is it swelling? You know, what kind of things actually come to your mind when you have the word inflammation? Do you have a negative or a positive viewpoint on inflammation? And can I ask you, what is inflammation to you? Is it good or is it bad? And the answer is both. It all depends on the situation. Inflammation is our body's amazing, innate way to make sure that we're able to heal and to move on. But it also can be a two-edged sword, right? Because we can have inflammation that can bring people down and they can't move out of the condition that they're in. So you might be asking yourself, well, how is it going to be both? How can it be good and bad? And why are we even talking about this in the first place? Well, you have to understand that acute inflammation, so a inflammatory response is going to quickly increase and then once it's done, it's going to decrease and you're going to go back to normal. You're going to go back to your homeostatic level. We were just talking about homeostasis and all the different episodes of the ABCs of CBD. Now, how it can be less advantageous is when you have chronic inflammation. That inflammation that just sticks around, keeps going, and your body does not move on from that process. Because without inflammation, we wouldn't be able to heal from what had happened, whether it be a headache, whether it be getting cut with a knife, or if you had ever twist in your ankle and you need to go through the process to heal. Everything that's happening at that moment is different aspects of how your body is going to take care of itself and inflammation is one of them and we need it and how this inflammation occurs is going to be done in a little bit of a scientific way and then we're going to break it down into some more simple terms in order for you to understand just in case you do not have a background in biology biochemistry physiology things of the sort we're going to break it down but this whole inflammatory response is going to start off with something called arachidonic acid. Arachidonic acid is a type of omega-6 fatty acid. It's on our cell membrane and when we have certain situations that we get injured like a cut they are going to be released from its membrane from the portion of the cell and it's going to be going into a different series of events in order for your body to create swelling, heat, fever, and other acute inflammatory responses for you to heal. 
and to provide you with a little bit of context, when you think Omega, most likely you thought of like DHA or EPA. And if you don't know what those are, those are different types of fats that people try to incorporate in their diet in order to help bring down inflammation. And we're going to go tie that back in just a little bit, but I just want to give you a little bit of context in case when I said arachidonic acid or omega-6 that you knew it was attached to something very familiar to you. So after arachidonic acid is coming from the membrane of the cell, there's a few different pathways it can go on and we're going to focus on one of them just to make sure that we stay on the correct path. And right now, the word that I'm going to introduce to you is called cyclooxygenase, or you might already know it as COX, C-O-X. And you might have heard of something like a COX inhibitor. So when you think of COX inhibitor, most likely you thought of an NSAID, a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. And those are different ways that we can take over-the-counter medications, and it will help reduce this pathway it's going to block it off it's going to not allow for this path to occur how it can be broken down a little bit further is that the cox the cyclooxygenase is an enzyme so anything that ends in an n a s e is going to be an enzyme and remember enzymes are going to be types of proteins that are a catalyst for reactions to occur. After arachidonic acid is made, it's going to go down the cyclooxygenase pathway, so COX-1 and COX-2, and it forms what are called prostaglandins. Prostaglandins are hormone-like and they help mediate inflammation. Prostaglandins can be found on your platelets, which are really tiny red blood cells that help you coagulate, help you stop bleeding. The other side of it are found on the inside of our blood vessels, and they are going to do the opposite. They're going to allow bleeding. So you can see that parts with inflammation are going to be able to help stop the bleeding, and after certain processes happen, it's going to allow the blood flow to occur. Okay, whoa, 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 let's stop there for just a sec. You might be thinking, why are we saying all these scientific terms? Why are we going through all these different pathways? And why are you even explaining in the first place what happens with an inflammatory response? Why is it important? Well, I'm really glad that you asked that because this is why. If you've ever taken aspirin or an NSAID like ibuprofen, so any type of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug, you have to realize that it involves the COX-1 and the COX-2 because NSAIDs are known as non-selective COX inhibitors. So it doesn't go for COX-1 or COX-2. It does both. Or if you're like, you know what, forget those scientific terms. What the heck does that mean? It just means that it stops the inflammation from occurring. And in some other simple terms, when you think COX-1 and COX-2, you have to think of prostaglandins. When you think prostaglandins, I need you to think pain, fever, and inflammation. All right, so now we're gonna make this whole entire picture come full circle. It always comes back to center, right? Now, when I spoke about the arachidonic acid 
beforehand about how it goes into the inflammatory response and all the different ways it changes how our blood works for us to coagulate to stop the bleeding and to have the really good relationship with not too much coagulation and not enough it's going to have that correct balance that's why there's those two sides to the you know to the same coin and how it's going to create homeostasis for us now if you remember from the first part of the ABCs of CBD, I talked about two things on how our endocannabinoid system works. And two of them, remember, is anatomide and what's called 2-AG. Those are the two ways that our endocannabinoid system mediates inflammation. And guess what? They come from arachidonic acid. That's why it's so important. That's why you have to realize that how our body is going to be regulating our inflammatory response and regulating our homeostasis to make sure that we are adapting correctly to the internal and external environments is through our endocannabinoid system, which is coming from the cell membrane, which is going to arachidonic acid, which goes into anatomide and 2-AG. And remember right before I talked about arachidonic acid and then I mentioned omega-6 and then I said omega-3. Now, since we already have been learning about what our endocannabinoid system is, what our body can innately do to heal itself and how it's already setting up these processes for us and we didn't even have to think about it. Wow, who knew? Pretty cool stuff, huh? Yep, I agree. Now, if you already knew what omega-3s were, and if you didn't, we're going to talk about them now. What are ways that we can help decrease inflammation? Because we know that omega-3 helps with stopping the inflammatory response. So let's think for a second. If you heard about omega-3s, what kind of foods do you think of? You probably think of fish and other seafood, like cold water fatty fish, like salmon, tuna, sardines. You probably already heard that. Now, Let's say, okay, I don't want to eat any meat for whatever reason you possibly have. Okay, well, how else can I introduce, you know, some omega-3s in my diet? Nuts and seeds, flaxseed, chia seeds, walnuts, or you can use different types of oils, or you can have different like fortified, you know, fortified foods. So like eggs, yogurt, juices, milk, soy beverages, like they're, they're able to they're able to put omega-3s in there with foods that aren't that don't have them naturally so you know like soybeans or like milk or whatever the case may be they're going to add it in there for you to get some value in case let's just say for some weird reason you all these other options are not available to you you can introduce them into your diet by those products so what am i really saying what i'm saying is that you can influence your own endocannabinoid system and that's done through what you eat so you have a lot of power to help mediate your inflammation and like i said at the beginning we need it we need it to be acute though we need it to happen it needs to go through its process and it's got to end so you have to think resting getting adequate water 
getting the proper medical attention that you need, or going to get an adjustment, or getting all these things done in order for those inflammatory responses and for you to heal, let that all be done, get it done, get it done now, get properly rehabbed if it's a PT that you need to go see, whatever the case may be, but you need to allow that process to happen in order for us to heal. But then when we're not able to heal, and this whole entire story just keeps repeating over and over like a broken record and now it's chronic inflammation, how are you gonna stop it? We talked about at the beginning episodes about taking care of your gut and the relationship of when you take care of care of your gut, you can take care of your mind. When you take care of your mind, you can take care of your gut and your whole entire body will follow suit. So a few ways that you can take control of the situation for you to make yourself better is by adding in these foods like these omega-3s. So I hope that you guys learned a lot today and I hope I created a whole picture, yes, with some details that you may not have heard before or maybe you have and hopefully this is a good refresher. And I hope that I connected what your body already has and how you can use that as an advantageous thing for you to heal, for you to be a better person, for you to move, for you to be the person that you wanna be because you need to help yourself first before you can help others. So this is a way that you can take control of your life. So just as a recap, what we talked about today was inflammation. We talked about whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether or not we need it, what's acute, what's chronic, what's an omega-6, what does it have to deal with the inflammation process? What does it come from? It comes from our cell membranes. Our cell membranes are able to put that process through in order to create arachidonic acid, which is a type of omega-6. That omega-6 as arachidonic acid is going to go down the COX pathway, the cyclooxygenase, number one, number two, COX one, COX two. They create prostaglandins. Prostaglandins are just ways to mediate inflammation. They create the process. One is going to coagulate, the other one's gonna stop the coagulation from happening. And that's gonna be the process in order for us to go through inflammation. The connection with CBD and this whole ABCs of CBD connection is that the arachidonic acid is the same way that creates our own endocannabinoids, which is anatomide and 2-AG. I hope you guys had learned a lot today. This has been fantastic. I hope you had a big realization of the content that is spoken about in this podcast. Please subscribe, like, and share. If you've learned something that you can make your life better by, please share it with a family member or friend, anyone that you can, in order for them to help themselves and then help the rest of the world. You guys, it's been a pleasure. It's N of One signing out.